Peace, peace family. family. It's your peaceful brother, Showtime in. Father Showtime. And you're experiencing two, two crowns in the gym. gym. And today we wanted to talk about parenting. Okay, Woo. so as a topic, we're going to dive <laughs> into just parenting and how it affects uh, children and, and how losing someone can affect us as parents, how it can affect our children, and our state of mind we want to touch on. And what's your heart built on? But before we say anything, gotta throw up that disclaimer. We're not the greatest parents in the world. It's not like we've been to a school of parenting, which I think we've actually all been through. But through the School of Hard Knocks, we're here today to talk about it. And if our words can help you in any shape or fashion or form, even if you can hear what we're saying, you know, shape them into something that you believe in. You know, just go about doing that. But understand, we're not trying to say we're the greatest at parenting. Not at all, not at all. And if you know us, you know our mission ha has always been that we just kind of share those testimonies and experiences and pray that it could help somebody. You know, we're still growing and learning ourselves. Definitely. Um, so, with that being said, let's dive right in. Hey, <laughs> what you gonna get on, man? I'm throwing the ball all the way up in your court. And it's all good. It's all I want good. You to sh 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 shake with it. Okay. So right when before we started recording, uh, we were just kind of discussing um, just how I, I I've been kind of doing a lot of reflecting and looking at my own life and uh, just seeing just how much. Uh, my parental structure has mattered in me as a man, you know, how much it did for me as a man and how much it's helped me to, to be a father and still becoming a better father or husband um, and just a good citizen, you know, and I feel like a lot of that has a lot to do with the way I was parented, you know, um, I, I was shown a great example. I was able to uh, just a lot of things. There was always a lot of love in my household and just a lot of things that I, I'm starting to reflect and kind of evaluate how much it really matters to me. I just turned 33 in February. It's April now. Um, and even to this day, you know, how a lot of the things that was impl implemented um, at an early age, it really affects me and it helps me grow as a man today. Um, yeah, for most of us, it's... Um, April, sometime in April, and DMX just passed, so he was a, a music a music icon. If that's you know what definitely, you listen definitely. to and and, <clears throat> and your groove, and um and just for me, uh, he spoke a lot openly about it. I just feel like uh, it, there was there wasn't a lot of accountability um, where it comes in as far as parenting goes. There wasn't a lot of a structure as far as uh, parenting goes, and um and it's hard to battle. You know some of the things that he was battling alone especially without having you know i have my dad here that if i was going through any substance abuse issues and really needed some help i feel like i can get some help mm -hmm. you know uh, and, and not to not just substance abuse with everything with, with if i really needed help with my marriage or, or parenting for that matter too you know so um and just some of the things and some of our interactions some of the ways that we that our relationship, some of the ins and out of our relationship, it helps me to be a better parent and it helps me to be a better husband. Um, yeah, and, and that's just been on my heart, just some of the things, like I feel like a lot of my, especially my peers, they aren't given that, that big leg to stand on, you know? I, I, when, when, with the broken homes and 
it's just just a lot that I think we don't really uh, consider, you know. And I want I want it just to be a little bit taking a little bit more consideration into uh, just how our decisions affect more than just us. More than just us. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I, I know that we take for granted um, as individuals when we have um, uncles and aunts that um, are around us. <clears throat> and sometimes we be like, auntie, you don't know what you're talking about. Oops, man, get out of here with that. That that little bit of wisdom that they can share, you know. And while they might be um, drinkers or smokers, we, oh, man, you, you always drunk or you always this. There's, there's a, a positive in it that you can see if that's something that you don't want to do that you take on the understanding that, you know what, as I get older, I'm not gonna be that way. <laughs> you know, and those people that are smoking, if you realize, hey man, you know, that's not something I want to do. You know, that, that process of becoming your own individual is something that's really important. Because to say that, um, just just to the to the full point of everything that we're saying uh, to say that <clears throat> if you have a bad beginning that you're going to end up bad is wrong to say that the the odds of you winding up in a similar situation are true that is a true statement the odds if you don't pull yourself out of it the odds of you winding up the way your beginnings was is kind of simple because you're only going to follow what you saw unless there's somebody that pulls you out of that rut something that pulls you out of that rut sometimes people take the time then to say you know what i'm going to believe in a higher power and that higher power doesn't want me to do these particular things so you'll stray away from those things that the higher power is like and eh, nah, not really that's not what our kind of people do you know, that's not what people in my kingdom do. So they shy away from those things. <clears throat> Let's take for granted um, myself. Um, when I was in my 20s, uh, I lost my brother that was a little bit older than me. So he, he was basically, I think he was about in between 28 and 28 and 30, or might've been 28, 32, that I lost my brother. And I'm looking at that, and I used to think I was next. So I kind of started living a little reckless at that time, not realizing I'm not next. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, you're not going to die now just because he died. You don't do the things that he did. Nor are you challenged with what he was challenged with. So I started changing my path. And some of those things that I did, you know, I'm, I'm not even dealing with. And I decided watching those things, I was gonna be a different parent. So I had to be more hands-on than the person that said, oh, I gotta go to work. 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 I tried to find as many things that I could do with my kids involved. Um, whatever business I could start with my kids involved. That's that was the whole thing because <clears throat> going to work every day is is cool. Um, getting plenty of money is cool, but when your children don't know who you are, 
it's no longer cool. It's just a lot of money. Yeah, and I wanted to uh, just kind of touch on, uh, for me, I felt like I, I went astray and I didn't necessarily lose anyone. I just think kind of reflecting now, uh, just coming up, it was, it was uh, portrayed, especially within the music, the kind of music I, that was, I, I would say I got into at mm -hmm. the time. And just certain things, it didn't really, the, the, the structure that I had, I didn't value because it, the grass kind of looked green on the other side, I think okay. it's, a, it's a great okay. analogy. Okay. Um, Lil Wayne definitely was one of my one of my favorite musicians at the time, and he had you know the babies with the different women, and, and just just that the, the structure, uh, just for me, um, I felt like just that was that was cool. Like at the time, all the pictures that were being painted, you know, for me, it, it just felt really cool, and I didn't. I, I would say I wasn't grateful for the structure that I had, um, you know, and I felt like I wanted to do things differently. So, um, long story short, I just kind of got out and just started doing the things that I wanted to do, um, you know, and just really, like I said, that culture got a hold of me, and and I got away from some of my uh, my foundation and and my core values, I would say, and you know, and, and I would say, yeah, and I just definitely, I did I did a lot of things that I think had I would have kept going down that uh, the, that path, certain paths, it would be. It would be different for my entire family, you know, and um, mm. yeah. So, it just, just if it really feels like at the time, it just, it, I don't know why it felt like society was kind of pushing that that this that wasn't the thing, you know, uh, to support your family, to be there for your family. You have to have a million women. You have to have all the latest shoes. You have to have all the latest, you know, that plateau, that that uh, that that facade. Bar. Yeah, or whatever you want to call it, just that bar that society sets that we feel like, especially as African American men, that we have to jump and get, you know. And like I said, I didn't value the structure that I had. Um, until actually, I, I'm, I'm old enough to actually sit here and realize and look, you know, those people that were chasing those dreams, those people that were chasing those uh, million women and all the shoes and all the, you know, I'm looking at their quality of living now, and I really see just how important it was for me to you know now i'm back to my back to my basics no that's not where you were raised from you know that that's not the grass isn't greener you know that's not what you should be doing you know so um definitely wanted to to speak on that part of it <clears throat> that's good so um well Actually, how what 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 can you take away from doing life differently the way you do it now? What would you, I guess, tell people your age um, that they should do to to help them come back to maybe maybe who they are? What what could you kind of tell some? Well, it, it could be somebody my age too, I guess. That's a good question. I definitely feel like for me, I started, I started trying to find out who am I, you know, like I just literally thought about this, this today. I feel like um, I've been called to help. I've heard a story about just how the lion cub was raised with the sheep. And now, you know, this lion thinks he's still a sheep, you know, and I feel like I, I've been, um, 
you know, kind of purpose to just kind of help those people that will, uh, you know, just kind of roll with me and just get some understanding as I learn myself and, and I'm still, it's still a continuous journey for me, just learning who God placed us here to be. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to understand your purpose. You know, I've heard once uh, a man without a purpose is an experiment. You know, so you don't want to be just drifting here on the earth and not really know, you know, what's going on. You don't know what you want, what you actually like. You know, if everybody on the, the music videos get uh, uh, Versace jeans, you want Versace yeah, you jeans. Go get you some. Everybody, you know, you don't even know if you like them or not. Everybody else is. So that would definitely be uh, number one uh, for me and, and having to bring everything back full circle with like a follower. Yeah, and realize, and many of us do. Trust me, it's it's not. I'm not. I'm not mad at anybody. For me, I had to be that type of person, and I think so. My the chain of events that happened for me in my life um, definitely led me to do some experimenting. Well, so in in what's the word I'm looking for? Experience. Uh, experiencing and, and just some getting some knowledge, just learning who I am as a person. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely uh, step one. And the Word of God has a lot, you know, a lot in it, you know, that we we rarely study that manual, you know, that manual. <laughs> yeah, the manual. The manual. We sit down here, that's what I, I, I feel. Uh, Dr. Miles Monroe, I think, is one who, who talks about it just being as our manual. iPhone, they give you your iPhone, they give you an owner's manual so you can learn how to use that device. I feel God sent us down here. He gave us our basic instructions before leaving Earth so we can learn how to use these devices, you know. And um, that's a good statement, learn how to use the devices and not be caught by the devices of society, which are also planted there to create a false narrative. <clears throat> um, and, and another way of saying it, to create different elements that draw um, people's attention, <clears throat> let's say to different fast livings or you know, drinking and women, fast cars and fine wine, you know, different um, examples of living, I guess you could say high on the hog or whatever the case may be. But to bring it back to a humble level that everything is consumed with um, experience and understanding maturely, um, they're not designed to harm anybody, but things are perverted and taken totally out of course. And then we have, you know, people um, raping children, killing, killing each other for random reasons. <clears throat> and thinking that, was that the way your parents raised you? To, you know, wait till you're, wait till you're 31 to kill somebody? Um, like the, the, the different shootings that happen. Um, the young man going across state lines with a weapon just to, you know, kill people. Was that something his parents taught? You know, where, where do these thoughts come from? And if these are learned behaviors, um, how can we get our society to unlearn them? That's a good one. That's real good. That's real good. Definitely, it takes a process. It's definitely a process. Like we, like we uh, kind of touched on before, you know, I think a lot of it is, is learning ourselves, learning you, you know, learning what you're here for, what's your purpose, what's your calling. If you don't know, that may give you some confusion. When you get hurt, you may want to 
go, you know, do they do all these shootings and all these things? I understand my purpose. I'm understanding more, you know, what I'm here to do, who I'm here to help, you know, um, who, you know, just understanding a little bit. And and what's big for me is is that foundation, that foundation. That's why I just try to. Well, that's that's the reason for for us talking about it. that was the, that was the topic today just kind of just touching on some of the importance of that foundation you know you asked a good question what's your heart built on you know so uh, it, it it actually takes me back to um it's it's strange the way it comes to me but um in our in our recent news um there was a a doctor and his family that was, you know, uh, I guess you can say uh, killed, murdered, um, however you want to, um, you know, classify it, but then they're, they're not of the living right now. But I asked my, my wife, I said, there's so many um, people of their community coming out to console and say that, you know, these things are wrong. It, it, it's a travesty to have somebody um, that's a big part of the community um, to be killed and slain along with his children and his family. But then I, I asked my wife, I said, what makes that different from slavery? What, what makes his life more valuable than the people that died during slavery? The people that constantly had died during slavery. There's there's so much that our community dealt with that we've become numb to something, but when other people see it, they feel it's so much more important. It's it's almost to say that we as a people don't value life. So we behave differently. And and as I grow and as I get more knowledge, because I, I have to search for more knowledge so that I can share more knowledge with my son, so that my son can share more knowledge with his family. So I can't stop evolving and understanding these things almost as to say that they've perpetuated the same thing back into our society. So now you have kids that learn how to hate and this continues, how can you parent somebody that's learned how to hate before they learned how to love? How, how can you parent that person? So the, the mom is filled with hatred, the, the dad's filled with hatred, or they're, they're both doing different kind of substance abuse. How can love fall in when substance abuse is being abused? How can you how can you even deal with that situation um you said it you uh, you you touched on it earlier um it, i'm gonna bring in it that it, it definitely it takes a i would say it, it takes a village it definitely takes a village you know because granted everybody is not going to take into consideration their actions and and how many people it affects you know so there are some those circumstances yeah. where there's some substance abuse and there's some things you know that the, the kids get to sit right in front and, and witness you know so there are some cases but you know i just feel like like i like i said with our mission we just hope and pray that we can just share some uh, testimonies and some experiences 
and try to help where we can help. I definitely do understand, you know, um, that there are going to be some some things and some instances. But what I was hoping that we could do is just kind of shed the light on some of the things. Like I said, my man DMX, um, I believe my wife was telling me about a story where, you know, he was introduced to drugs at a young age, you know, heavy drugs at 12, if I'm not mistaken, or, or possibly younger. You know, and as a dad, I wouldn't allow. It's not happening. It wasn't allowed uh, for me. You know, at least, and I want to say at least up to 18, it was real, it was real structured. I didn't appreciate the structure then, but man, when I say that structure, uh, every way I was disciplined, everything, I, I'm, I'm 110% appreciative. I'm still here. I'm not locked up. You know, God had some bumps and bruises throughout life, but I'm 33. I'm married uh, to one person. I have a child by one person. Amen. You know, and, and I'm happy about my life. I know where I'm going. <laughs> I have, I have, I, I can honestly say, you know, my career is going well. I'm booked. I can't really accept no more. You know, God has been great. You know, and um, and I'll end with that. Just you know, if I can offer any anything, it's definitely getting in my Word of God has helped me so much. It's helped me. It's helped me realize who I was, who I am as a person. You know, um, definitely me, definitely my, my structure, my parental structure has helped me so much. Um, and it and it's made me really take being a dad seriously. And that's all I'm asking. You know, I understand that there are some situations, circumstances where we have to co-parent. We have to do other things. We have to parent from afar. And I'm not knocking nobody, you know, how, how you do how you do it. You know, I'm just saying we need to do it. You know, I'm not knocking how you do it at all. You know, I touched on the Lil Wayne thing and I'm not knocking, you know, I'm just saying just at the time me coming up, having living with both of my parents, both of my parents being married, for me it shouldn't have been something that, that even had crossed my radar, but it did and it was something that I saw and thought, oh yeah, that's cool. You know, and so many other black African American men do, you know, as well. And not just Wayne, it's all the artists, all the musicians. You know, that's what the, the, the picture is portrayed to look really cool. And I feel like it damages uh, some of our families. Some of us can't can't have those lifestyles. Exactly. We, you know, we can't afford it, you know, for the kids' sake and for our sake, to be honest. You know, and, and I just, I just, uh, what I've been doing is really reflecting and taking a look at how many of my peers I know directly a structure like that has hurt. You know, because they seen, that's all they seen was their, their dad doing, you know, with this one, this one, this one, this one. You know, my brother's here, my stepbrother's here, this, step, 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 this, this, you know, that's all they know. So that's what they're going to pass down to their kids. And that's what their kids are going to most likely pass down to their kids unless they, you know, break the cycle. So again, I'm going to state that mission one more time, you know, through these testimonies and experiences. We just hope that, hope and pray that, we'll, you know, somebody may be touched, may, may catch a, a gem. You may catch a gem <laughs> catch or two. Catch a gem or two. <laughs> yeah. That's really all it's about. Um, like we said, we're, in it, we're not claiming to be um, the greatest, you know, at parenting. But through listening, sometimes we, we gain so many other ideas. I know that. Uh, my creativity sometimes comes from somebody saying something on on the other side of a subject that I get an epiphany to you know the other side of the thing they they're on this side with it and I come from this side and I, I got this other brilliant idea that comes through my head just from hearing so I'm thinking that it's possible as well as my son thinking it's possible that you can hear some things that might turn a light bulb on in your head give give you a concept to make your own life better and 
and that's why you need to kind of listen through throughout the whole you know podcast and and see if there's a gem in there that you can pick up that that might change your life it kind of makes it all worth it as always <laughs> peace and blessings stay strong Brr.